his Day of the Dead celebrations are two weeks long. He once used a Ouija board to correct its grammar. He once played chess with death. Death suggested they switch to checkers. If he ever mixes an old-fashioned for you, you'll be inspired to write a creepypasta about it. He is Edward October, the best horror narrator you've never heard of. Horror stories don't always have to be scary. The best ones invoke a mood of foreboding and existential dread. Fear is fleeting. I prefer to be haunted. For retro horror of impeccable taste, listen to October Pod AM bi-weekly wherever you get your podcasts. Or watch new videos from October Pod Home Video each month, only on YouTube. Find all of Edward October's links on the World Wide Web at OctoberPodVHS.com. Stay spooky, mes amis. Hi, everyone. I'm Kay from Fuck My Work Life. This is a reminder that this podcast obviously contains mature language, so please be mindful of who around you can hear it. Also, we assume that you've watched the show that we'll be discussing because there are spoilers ahead. But really, it's been out for a while, so look it up and watch it already. <laughs> Enjoy! Tabula? That sounds like a really bad name. Yeah. Hi. I like a person's name. My name is Tabula, Tabula Raza. Raza. <laughs> Let me share my tips and tricks with you. <laughs> I don't know why, but when you said tips, I heard tits, and I was like, what? <laughs> Let me share my tits <laughs> with you. I mean, I guess it could be like a porny name. <laughs> it's like Gypsy Rose Lee, Tabula Raza Lee or something. Tabula Raza. That's what you change your name to when you move to LA to become an actor. There you go. Uh, My name is Tabula Tabula Raza. Tabula Raza. <laughs> Welcome to the Rewatch Recap. I, Dustin, am back again with Kay from Fuck My Work Life for the last Buffy October episode. And it may not be the last Buffy episode we we do, but it's the last one for now. Um, so this week, Kay is doing the recapping with Season 6 Tabula Rasa, which many of you will know as the episode that came after the <laughs> musical episode, Once More mm -hmm. with Feeling. And I think I've expressed this before, but... The musical episode is so popular and, in my opinion, way over-discussed. I really do. I, I like it, but I think yeah. so many people have talked about it. It's kind of like, yeah, I wanted to look at something else. And it's a this is a good, funny episode. And, you know, I think Kay had a lot of fun with that. Yeah. <laughs> she this is one of my loved. favorite episodes of Buffy. It's got a lot of great comedy in it, for mm -hmm. sure. So, yeah. Are you ready to get into some memory loss shenanigans, Kay? Yes. It's a story of my life. Let's do it. Take it away. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. So Tabula Rasa first aired on November 13th of 2001. That was 20 
22, almost 23 years. Well, 22 years ago almost, right? Oh, wow. Isn't that yeah. crazy? I Boy. was 20. I was not 20. <laughs> I was slightly older, yes. <laughs> A little bit older than that. <laughs> okay. So previously on Buffy, Xander has asked Anya to marry him. Spike is playing poker for kittens with demons. Buffy is skirting her responsibilities as Dawn's caretaker, leaving Giles to kind of handle all the big things. Willow is abusing her powers as a witch, which Tara is not happy about, causing a big fight between them. So Willow performs a spell on her to forget about their fight. And then, as Dustin stated, the famous musical episode was the episode right before this one, where Buffy reveals that... They ripped her out of heaven when she died, and um, she's not really happy about that. So she starts making out with Spike. <laughs> that's Uh-oh. where we where are. Do we go from here? <laughs> heaven. <laughs> they ripped me out of heaven. heaven. <laughs> I think yeah, I was in heaven. Hmm. That episode is good, but yeah, it is over-discussed. But this one always stands out in my mind as as a great Buffy episode. So first of all, tabula rasa means clean slate. And there are multiple TV shows with this title. Well, and it's also, it's from philosophy, which is really funny because I took a philosophy class just after this episode came out. Not just after, but, you know, not long. Mm -hmm. And the teacher brought up tabula rasa and i didn't know it was a real thing and i was like hey that's a from buffy and he goes are we talking about buffy and he goes actually it is and you know what that's a really philosophical show and we'll get into that later and i was like oh. i became like a teacher's pet because of that i didn't mean to i was just like hey yeah. i recognize that from buffy and he liked oh, it so man. your philosophy teacher sounds way better than mine in college because mine was obsessed with the movie contact and we spent an entire semester on that fucking movie so i will never watch that movie again <laughs> But anyway, <laughs> my my philosophy teacher said was like, I'm, I I believe in something, but I'm not going to tell you what I believe in until after the class is done. So he taught every like religion and and, you know, way of thinking, whatever um, philosophy as if he believed every single one of them, which I thought was mm-hmm. really cool. That and at the cool. end, he was like, I'm a Baptist preacher. And I'm like, what the hell? Oh. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. And I was like, you Mic know what? Drop. I wouldn't. <laughs> but you know what? I, I, I was like, I would go to your church because. Just the way he, you know, spoke about everything. I was like, yeah. oh, he really tied it all together. It was really neat. So I that's it. cool. Wow, a Baptist preacher philosophy teacher. <laughs> that's that's a good little rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this episode opens on Buffy, and she's patrolling in the graveyard at night. And first of all. I have a cat screaming at my door. Sorry. Okay. I was wondering. I was like, you had your hand went down. I was like, what? What? First of all, all, she is patrolling in a graveyard where inevitably she's going to be fighting, rolling around in the dirt. And she is wearing an all white turtleneck sweater with a very long all white sweater over it. I'm like, girl, dress for the fucking occasion. (laughs) I mean, shouldn't you have your patrolling clothes? Right. Don't just, it's, I'm going to go patrolling. Like, do you want to like change first? You know? Uh, yeah. And I'm like, just like the movement in an, in the like floor length 
long duster sweater. That's not going to be good for fighting, right? It's going to get It's all about up. fashion for Buffy. She's got to look good fighting, God, I guess. I guess. I'm like, how many clothes does she have to go through? Like, she rips and tears and stains and like, right. come on, man. I'd be like, I'm going patrolling. I'm going to put on my sweats and my dirty t-shirt because I know I'm going to get jacked up. Well, it's anyway. no wonder she can't handle like things without her mom and the bills and whatnot because you're yeah. constantly buying clothes <laughs> and we never true. see her buy the clothes. You ever notice we never watch her buy clothes, but she's yeah. always got like fashion stuff. It's fun. Yeah. Never, never worn the same thing twice. Which is what I loved about my so-called life, as we discussed. Like, yeah. they would rewear clothes like normal it human beings. It was real. Yeah. And like mix, mix match this pants with this shirt and, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. Yeah. They did and that it, on Roseanne, too, actually. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Nobody has that many clothes. Uh, okay. So, she's patrolling at night. <clears throat> and then spike arrives and he wants to talk to her about their kiss but she's like not having it she doesn't want to discuss it she's being standoffish and he says but we kissed all gone with the wind like with the rising music and the rising music (laughs) (laughs) where do we go from here apparently yes it's only up up from here and she tells him that she will never ever touch him again just in time to immediately tackle him to avoid a stake flying at his heart. Mm-mm-mm. And then they're greeted by a literal lone shark, a <laughs> demon with like a shark head what? in a suit. <laughs> Does he not need water to live in? Right. Like he's just walking around with a shark head. Like it's so stupid. How? And like <laughs> this is where I think this is like the season really started getting comical. With yeah. like secret hangouts where demons are all hanging out together and just chilling and living life, going to the yeah. bar. Didn't we meet Clem this season, maybe? I, I think it was last season because that's who he, he gambles with for kittens, right? That's right. He has all yeah. the droopy skin and mm-hmm. everything, but he's like really nice. And I'm like, yeah. what's so bad about him? He just looks like he has a skin disorder. That's all right. it looks like, you know? Yeah. So like, and like, it's just so funny how literal this is. So, like, he's there with his two, I guess, vampire bodyguards, and they're looking to shake down Spike for the Siamese kittens he owes from the poker game. <laughs> it's Siamese kittens. I know. And he's like, kittens become cats. Yeah. Like, what? Because Spike's like, I need a little more time. Time is what turns kittens into cats. <laughs> <laughs> it's all so what? Stupidly wonderful. And Buffy's like, can't you guys gamble for money like real people? And he's like, she's funny. <laughs> like, what? Are they going to eat the kittens? God. I don't want to think about that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but so Buffy fights off the, the vampire bodyguards. And while she's doing that, Spike fucking takes off. He disappears. And then we get the opening credits. <laughs> And Riley is not in the show anymore. Boom. Boom. Bye, Riley. Okay. <clears throat> so now we've got Anya, Xander, Willow, and Tara. I'm not going to call her Tara like Giles. Are sitting around a table. <laughs> they're sitting around like a dining table. And they're they're like kind of talking about what it must have been like for Buffy being in heaven. And Anya's talking about, I wonder if she had like... Birkenstocks and a harp, or you know, like picturing an actual angel. 
Jeez, and, that'd be horrible to have the Birkenstocks. Yeah. Like, not the harp, though. Who doesn't want a harp? Yeah. And Tara's like, well, there are many different heaven dimensions, blah, blah, blah. But Willow is is beating herself up for being selfish and basically taking her friend away from a good place where she was happy. And Xander's like, well, I like to keep it like simple. We like Buffy. Buffy here. <laughs> good. Buffy not dead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But Tara says that they need to stop focusing on what they did and focus on making things better for Buffy, which Xander suggests weekly dinners or a book club, a short book club or a video club. (laughs) (laughs) But Willow's like, you know, you can't fix this. You can't. Or Willow says that she can fix it with the spell. And Tara is immediately upset. And she's like, no, no more spells. And she's like, but I know a spell that will make her forget she was ever in heaven. And then Tara yells at her, like, what is wrong with you? Basically, you know, magic I mean, is powerful. You can hurt yourself. You can hurt others. And and like Xander and Anya are like, I got to go get that phone that nobody can hear ringing. I but- know. And it's like Willow just doesn't. She is so far gone now already. Mm-hmm. She is so like magic fixes everything. Mm-hmm. She's addicted to it. Oh, she yeah. has to do magic for everything yeah. now. And like Tara points that out, you know, she's um, she tells, well, she tells Willow, she's like, I know you like did that spell on me to forget. And like, how could you violate my mind like that? And Willow said she was just trying to make things better. But Tara goes on to say, like, she just jumps immediately to magic to fix everything. She doesn't even consider any other option. And then Willow, you know, Willow's just always in her sweet little innocent way, just, you know, but no, I just, I, I want to help people. And Tara's like, that's how it started. But now you're only helping yourself and you're trying to fix things to your liking, including me. And Ooh. Willow was like, no, no, Tara, no. <laughs> she goes on to say that <laughs> their relationship isn't working and Willow's pleading with her, You're like, no, no, I won't, I won't do magic for a whole month. And Tara says, go one week and then we'll see. But then she goes on to say that she thinks that they need some space. And obviously it's like hard for her to say this. She doesn't want to, but she knows Willow is kind of going off the deep end. And then Willow asks, are you saying you're going to leave me? And then it cuts over to Giles saying i have to to buffy so buffy's obviously asked the same question don't you love the parallels Mm -hmm. so funny and sly oh it's so tricky those buffy people (laughs) (laughs) so buffy you know she's asking him not to leave she's telling him she needs him and he says that's why he has to go, because he will always rescue her as he hates to see her suffer. And she says, me too. Hate suffering. Had about as much of it as I can take. And he says he's taught her all he can as a slayer. And her mother has taught her all she needs to know about life. And she'll never trust that she knows that until she can stand on her own. And she begs him to stay and says she'll be strong if, even if he's there. But, you know, he's basically made his decision and she storms off. Very angry. Yeah, it's yeah, sad. So this it is, <laughs> and this is this is season six. So 
usually with shows they have like a five season contract where the actors like they are dedicated to five seasons for sure Mm -hmm. unless they make like special you know their special circumstances or they give them special permissions or whatever to leave they usually are stuck there for five seasons and then they start renewing their contracts and they either do it for a few seasons at a time or one at a time or whatever and that's why anthony stewart head after season five they were hinting at him leaving yeah because we talked I mean? about it in your episode last week, too. Right. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. So that's, they were kind of getting you ready for that in a way. Yeah. And so he left because he was going to be back every so often, but he wanted to be with his family back in England. He was like, all right, yeah. I'm kind of tired of being over here for five years, you know, yeah. and promoting this show. And so he's going to come back every so often. So that's what happens a lot of times. So if you get into like a season six of a show, oftentimes you'll see characters leaving. Or they're only there every so often. They become like just a recurring character instead of a main character. So just keep that that in mind. Yeah. Yeah. It is sad though because Giles is probably one of my favorite characters on the show. And their their relationship, you know, like she didn't have like a real father figure in her life. And that was that was It's a good father figure Mm -hmm. type situation where it's also her friend. Right. You know. They have like this strong trust and care for each other so Mm -hmm. yeah it's a big deal and they both make each other better like she becomes smarter about the things she does Mm -hmm. and he becomes a little looser and a little more you know open-minded and funny yeah so now we're back at buffy's house which i guess now is everybody's house right everyone just kind of lives there (laughs) i know and i always thought that was funny because i was like uh you know in the last episode we did you know, they were talking to Joyce and then mm-hmm. since then Joyce has died. Yeah. And it was what was funny was that they didn't tell Joyce they were lesbians and now they're living in Joyce's room as a lesbian yeah. couple. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that kind of weird if you think about it? A little weird. Yeah. So Don and Tara are at the bottom of the stairs and they're calling up for, for Willow because I guess they're they're all getting ready to go somewhere. And Don's like, We can't be late for the latest creature or feature creature or something. Wasn't a creature yeah. feature. It was a feature creature. <laughs> I think she said feature creature. Yeah. The feature creature. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're all assuming like Giles is gathering them for like the latest demon they have to fight or whatever. Right. Um, <clears throat> but Willow comes to the top of the stairs and she's got like a towel around her and on her hair and like she just got out of the shower and she tells them to go on without her and then she'll meet up with them. And as soon as they leave, she like walks up the stairs and you kind of hear her do a little spell and she walks right back down and she's fully dressed hair's done so she just couldn't even go a day without doing freaking magic and she goes back downstairs and she's got like a bag full of dried flowers and she goes over to the it's called leith's bramble what's it called leith's bramble it's what she used on tara before uh okay l-e-t-h-e leith's Bramble. Leafs. Bramble. 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 Yeah. Um, so she kind of lights one of the dried flowers on fire and places it in the fireplace. And she says, for Buffy and Tara, this I char, let Leith's Bramble do its chore. Purge their minds of memories grim, of pains from recent slights and sins. When the fire goes out, when the crystal turns black, the spell will be cast. Tabula rasa, tabula rasa tabula rasa she shoves the crystal in her little pouch and then she runs out but she leaves the bag with more dried flowers on the hearth of the fireplace like 
why are you leaving that fire burning when you leave the house? Right. And evidence that you're doing spells out in the open. I mean, you gave yourself, it was, you weren't going to be able to change that fast. Right. But she like rushed through that spell too. Yeah. Like, I'll be right there. And then go, you get changed. Obviously you didn't really get, you just boom, bring right. yourself changed. And then you, ha- that means you had more time. You didn't have yeah. to rush. You saved yourself like at least 20 minutes because her hair was all curled. That took some time. Makeup done. <laughs> it didn't make sense. I'm like, girl, why'd you why, turn? Why are you leaving the house with a fire blazing? Yeah. That was just stupid. Yeah. Well. Unless they did some kind of magical spell that makes where the house never catches fire. I don't know. Maybe. But still. <laughs> well, obviously not as we will come to. I mean, not the whole house, but the fire's not going to go out. Right. Uh, so she runs out of the house. And now Giles has gathered everyone at the Magic Box, which is the magic store that him and Anya own together. And he's gathered them all there. And we know basically to tell them all that he's leaving and going back to England. And then Spikes runs in and he's like in this like old timey brown suit and bow tie. And he's got a weird like almost like hunting ear flap hat on and he's sizzling from the sun. (laughs) He looks ridiculous. He looks like he's dressed like the 11th Doctor from Doctor Who in a little bit. He's got the bow tie and the tweed jacket. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's telling him it's a disguise. And, you know, while he is kind of distracting everybody with his stuff, um, Willow pulls out her crystal and it has turned black. But then we cut back to the house and we see flames leap from the fireplace and catch all of the dried flowers that she left there on fire. And we cut back to Giles and he's saying that he's moving back to England for good. And Buffy's obviously upset and she gets up angrily and she starts a speech about, you know, how feels like she's dying and this and that. And Willow's like, Buffy, no. And right as she says she feels like she's dying, she passes out mid-sentence. And then the rest of them all pass out. And then we see the charred bag of flowers back at the house. I mean, she did so many stupid things in this episode. Yeah. Just like she lied about trying to give up magic. Mm-hmm. She did this thing so hastily and she had plenty of time. Right. <laughs> it took all of like two minutes for her to change herself and walk downstairs and get that bag out of the yeah. cupboard and then do the spell. And then she runs off. I'm like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. Well, I guess, I mean, they're really treating it like think of like an alcoholic or a drug addict who is so deep in they're not really paying attention to the details, right? They think mm-hmm. they're being sly and, and slick, but they're just stupid. And hey, if anybody ever asks you, hey, I need you to give this up. I need you to give this up for a while or take it back because this is really keeping me from you. And mm-hmm. or we need to take a break because you can't stop doing this. Maybe you're an, ad- an addict. Maybe yeah. you're addicted to whatever it is they're talking about. That's where addiction is. If anybody yeah. ever does that, maybe you should look at yourself a little bit and go, am I addicted to this? <laughs> it's, I mean, that self-reflection is hard, though, <laughs> when you're an yeah, addict. People just don't want to admit. Well, in yeah. general, it's hard. It's hard to yeah. admit when you're in the wrong, you know, Yeah. to yourself sometimes. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the biggest thing is like you can't admit it to yourself, so you're not going to admit it to anybody else. Exactly. So a little while later, we can see like it's dark. The sun has gone down and Buffy starts to wake up and she's going to be like, what? 
huh? She's obviously disoriented. Um, she seems a little confused. She goes on. She turns on the light, which kind of starts to make everybody kind of stir. Willow and Xander are laying next to each other on the floor, and they both kind of jump away. But then Xander gets this grin on his face, and he's like, hey. <laughs> She's like, hi. <laughs> Anya and Giles, because they were sitting at the table next to each other, are kind of slumped up against each other. Spike is on top of the counter, and he falls off the countertop, which scares Don awake, who, of, co- of course, overreacts about not knowing anybody. Oh, where am I? Who are you? Don't hurt me. Um, and then, <laughs> I hate talking. She like regresses into like a four year old. Right. Almost. It's ridiculous. But you know what? And That's Buffy- probably how it was written. <laughs> she had to do what was written. I know. You know. But ugh. but then like Buffy kind of approaches her gently. And like you said, she like cowers away from her. And oh, don't hurt me. Um, and then they all kind of start to realize that nobody knows who they are or where they are or who anyone else is. And Giles suggests that maybe they all got drunk and this is some sort of blackout. But Anya doesn't, Anya says she doesn't see any booze or I don't feel drunk and I don't see Alan Funt, <laughs> which none of you youngins are going to get that reference. <laughs> but Alan Funt was the host of Candid Camera. <laughs> they would do like prank stuff on people. So I thought that was a funny reference. <laughs> Today it would be Ashton. Well, actually it wouldn't be Ashton Kutcher anymore, but. Yeah, sort of like a punked type show. Yeah, like a punked, but mm-hmm. do they have it. Oh, they have that other show. They have um, Prank Wars, or I think it's called Prank oh. Wars. Well, that's the one where they like dare people on the fly, right, or something. Well, it's it it has it's um what's his face? Uh, it's it's um Gab what's her name? Gabrielle Sidibe and uh, dude. He ha- used to have a talk show, and he would always he has like a fro. And oh, it's weird. Uh, um, oh, man. I know who you're him. talking about. He was the on, um, there was that podcast that also had like a, like a sketch comedy show. Yeah. And, and, and Johnny Knoxville. Johnny Knoxville's in it too. And they, mm. they take people who want to prank or like get revenge. Yeah. Or, and I don't know if it's called Prank Wars. It's called something else. Damn it. I'll think of it later. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I like the Alan Fund. <laughs> deep reference i guess it wasn't that deep back then it was only like a 10 year old reference but now it's a real deep reference yeah Um, it's like went off in the 80s right candid camera yes yeah something like that yeah it might have been yeah i guess it was like late 80s or something yeah he was in the prank panel that's the name of it oh okay in the prank panel is Johnny Knoxville, uh, Gabourey Sidibe, and Eric Andre. Okay, I don't know. If that's I, that's who I was talking about. He has a fro, yeah. So it's it's Eric Andre, and okay. he's the weird yeah. talk show he had for a while. But okay, <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> good for you. That's my name. Okay. <laughs> God. All right. Uh... <laughs> So they all kind of start looking around, trying to figure out where they are, and they're noticing that there's like weird books and weird things on the shelves. And Tara says, oh, like this must be a magic shop, like a real magic shop. And so they think maybe something magic happened to them, which which Giles says, magic, magic's all balderdash and chicanery. I'm afraid we don't know a bloody thing, except I seem to be British, don't I? 
<laughs> and a man with glasses. Well, that narrows it down considerably. He says, <laughs> he says they'll all get their memory back and everything will be right as rain. And then Spike jumps in. Oh, listen to Mary Poppins. He's got all crust and stiff and upper with that Nancy boy accent. You Englishmen are all so bloody hell. Sodding, blimey, shagging, knickers, bollocks. Oh, God, I'm English. (laughs) (laughs) You're doing a great job, Kay. I love these impressions. (laughs) Oh, my God. Like Spike and Giles in this episode are everything. I love it so much. They're the great comic relief we wanted, for sure. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, (laughs) So Giles and Spike decide that they must be related somehow. And Giles is like, yes, because you inspire a feeling of familiarity and disappointment and he's like older brother maybe and spike's like no you're my dad (laughs) and he's like oh how i must hate you (laughs) (laughs) why would you hate me (laughs) then he points to anya and he's like what's with that trollop i saw you guys sleeping together but anya like sees her you know new ring from xander and she's like no it's okay because we're engaged so now giles and anya think that they're a couple, and Giles and Spike think they're father and son. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, and Spike's like, great, a tardy stepmom, half old daddy's age. And Giles says, I'm still young enough to get carded, which triggers Willow to be like, oh, hey, our driver's licenses. Let's look, and then we can figure out who we are. Right. <laughs> so Giles figures out that he's Rupert Giles, and Anya's like, oh, Rupert. <laughs> and Spike <laughs>, laughs at the name Rupert. But then he opens up his jacket and he sees this tag that says made for Randy. And then he gets mad at Giles for naming him Randy. He's like, you may as well have named me horny Giles or desperate for a shag Giles. I knew there was a reason I hated you. <laughs> and then Giles is about being a family name. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm sure it's a family name. <laughs> Randy Giles. Uh, so Xander looks at his license and he's like, oh, Alexander Han- Harris. Like, look, I exist. And Willow looks at hers and she's like, Willow, that's a funny name. And her and Tara both see that they're students at the university. Buffy and Bon, bon. Buffy and Dawn don't have any wallets. But she sees the necklace on, on Dawn and it's like, oh, look, it, your name's Dawn. And she's like, <laughs> or Umad. I'm like, Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that, like, I'm Alexander Harris. And she's like, I'm Willow Rosenberg. And then she's like, how about you? She goes, Tara. And she's, like, covering up the last name. Do we ever <laughs> look, know her I go, last you see name? Sunnydale. <laughs> do we ever know her last name? We do when she dies. Oh, okay. And I can't remember what it is right now, but we find out it's, like, on her tombstone. Oh, Tara. She dies. No. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is Sorry, the I'm season like, that she does. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking she died the way the revenge of the person who killed her died, but no. <laughs> Mm-mm. Yeah. No. No, no. I remember now. She okay. dies in the most common way people are dying right. now. So Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so, yeah. So, Umad, whatever. And then Willow, like, takes the jacket off that she's wearing and because she... I missed that part. That was in my notes. But when they walked into the magic shop, Xander had given her his jacket because it was cold outside. So she looks mm-hmm. at the jacket that she's wearing 
And she's like, oh, look, it says Harris on it. <laughs> and Sandra's like, maybe you date my brother. <laughs> like the most <laughs> random. <laughs> she's like, oh, or maybe, or, hello. Like we woke up next to each other. Maybe we're boyfriend and girlfriend. <laughs> and in the meantime, like Anya's walking over to the cash register. And she's like, oh, look, my name's Anya. Because... <laughs> I, this key opens the cash register, and then this form says that her and Rupert own the magic shop together. <laughs> and Giles is all very, like, still cleaning his glasses, like, oh. <laughs> 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 Anya. I know. She says it's so weird. She's like, Anya. <laughs> <It's> Anya. Like... <laughs> uh, and then because Buffy doesn't have a name, she Dawn asks if she should name her, and Buffy's like, no, I'll name myself. I'm going to name myself Joan. And Dawn starts making fun of her for naming herself Joan. And then they start kind of like bickering back and forth. And then they instantly figure out that they must be sisters because they're bickering. And then they hug. And Spike looks at Giles and said, you never showed me affection like that. I'd wager. (laughs) 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 So good. So now Buffy is saying that, like, they really need to figure out what's wrong with them and they should probably all get to the hospital. And Spike is like, well, dad can drive. He's bound to have some classic midlife crisis, midlife crisis transport, something red, shiny, shaped like a penis. (laughs) (laughs) And they're all like walking to the door to the magic shop together. And they open the door and they as soon as they open it, the two scary like vampire goons from the lone shark guy are standing there and they're all vamp face and they're like, and it like flashes back to all of their faces and they just look terrified and screamed, which is so funny coming from all of them because I love it because it's that classic (laughs) gif that people use now. Like, no, and they slam the door. Yeah. And then they're, they all kind of hide down behind some shelves and someone's like, maybe it's Halloween. And Don says, it doesn't feel like Halloween. And those, you know definitely weren't kids and Buffy's like monsters are real did we know this and Willow and Xander decide to go run off to secure the other doors Giles suggests they try fighting them with magic but Buffy just looks you know terrified she looks so scared and Tara says that they they need to figure out a way to get to the hospital the vampires are outside and they're banging on the window and they're yelling and they're like, give us Spike. And they're like, oh, they want spikes. And Spike's, Spike runs over and he comes back with like a pile of wooden spikes. He's like, look, we have spikes. And then they say something <laughs> about the Slayer. And Buffy's like, they want to slay someone, a female someone. Who do these jerks think they are? <laughs> Anya says, bloodsuckers. They kill by sucking blood. Take it easy, Joan. <laughs> <laughs> I love. I just love the banter in this episode. Take it easy, Joan. Take it easy, She's Joan. Like, I feel like a Joan. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> and every time I hear Joan, now the only no, only think I think of Joan of Arc. Mm-hmm. So it's like, of course, she chooses a martyr name. Mm-hmm. You know, and then I think of, uh, um, oh, the, uh, and I'm right on top of that. Oh, that's right on top of that rose. Excuse rose, me, yeah. Joan. Um, <laughs> yeah, Joan, like. Yeah, it's it's such just like bleh, name. Was or Joan that, Collins. Um, was that her name when she was in the diner when she ran away? No, it was her middle name, Anne. Oh, okay, right, right, right. Okay, she went by Anne. So Joan. But no, is I just think of Joan Wilder. Joan Wilder mm-hmm. from *Romancing the Stone*. 
<laughs> you remember that? That was her name. Yeah. Joan Wilder. That's the first Joan I think of. Yeah. It's just such a random name for like a young female to choose. <laughs> it's weird. I know, but it's like, it's kind of the plain version of Buffy. Right. Like the stripped down sense. version. Yeah. <clears throat> so Xander and Willow run back in and they said that they found a trap door in the basement that leads to the sewers and they can, you know, all get out that way. So they start to run down there, but then a vamp breaks through the front door and another one comes back through the back door and they're kind of cornered. And I guess, so vampires don't need to be invited in to a business? Is it only like homes? Yeah, it's a residence. has to be a residence. So they break in. One of them grabs Buffy. The other one grabs Spike and kind of throws him up against a wall and tells him that like he needs to pay up. And Spike's like, fine. And he like, Pulls more wooden stakes out of his coat. He's like, here are your stakes. And they're like, no, the kittens. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> and like just then Buffy breaks away from the one that's holding her. And she like kicks him in the groin and punches him. And the other one's roughing Spike up. And she runs over there. And she's like, stay away from Randy. <laughs> grabs him. <laughs> And just instinctively stakes him through the heart and he turns to dust and everyone standing there is just like, holy shit. Willow's like, what did you just do? And Buffy is like, I don't know, but it was cool. And she gets this like big <laughs> smile on her face. <laughs> and the other vampire runs away and Buffy's like, I must be some kind of superhero. And then Van- Xander faints. <laughs> Oh, it's so good. I love that, like, even though all of them have been wiped of their memories, they're all still like themselves in a way. You know, they're all kind Yeah, of they still have the elements of their core being. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So now we see a shot outside of the magic shop and the shark demon and more vampires are outside, kind of just taunting them, trying to get in. And Buffy says it seems like They want Randy, and she's wicked strong, so she's got a plan where everyone else is going to go to the sewers, and then her and Randy will give a vampire a run for their money. (laughs) And and Anya, in true Anya fashion, says, I'm not leaving the cash register. (laughs) She and Giles can stay there (laughs) and figure out the magic. And so they decide Giles and Anya are going to stay. The other four are going to go to the sewers, and Buffy and Spike are going to run out the front. Um, but before they do that, Giles is like, Brandy, come here, please. And he like gives him like an <laughs> awkward fatherly hug. It's so weird. It is. The, yeah, they they obviously aren't feeling it, but they're like no. doing it because they feel like they just have to. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, well, we must assume these roles. So Buffy and Spike run out of the front door and she's pushing vampires aside. But one of them grabs Spike and he turns around and his face vamps out. He gets all demony. And he punches the guy so hot, so hard, he kind of flies across in the air. And he turns around to Buffy and he's like, hey, I'm a super t- superhero too. And she sees his face and like she just gets horrified. And she's staring at him for a second. And then she turns around and runs off screaming. And then he immediately gets punched in the face and hits the ground. But then gets up and he's fighting off all the vampires and ends up running after Buffy. I think that was a commercial break. I'm not sure. and commercial break and we're back and we're back so now we're down in the sewers where willow tara xander and don 
come face to face with another vampire. They're like walking along and Dawn is singing like, the ants go marching one by one. Like, don't, don't do that. That's like, creepy. Shut up, Dawn. Shut up. <laughs> shut up, Dawn. <laughs> but then you the are. vampire like walks up to them and they run off screaming. And we go back to Anya and Giles in the shop and they're looking through all the books, trying to figure something out. And she's going on and on about how must how nice it must be for them to get all this time on their own together in the shop. And while she's going on, Giles like opens up his jacket pocket and he discovers the one way ticket to England. And he's like, oh, shit, I must be leaving my wife. (laughs) (laughs) It's just so like the stupid, the situation that they have created just by nobody has memory. So they have to figure out. I mean, but think about it. If you lost your memory with a whole bunch of people like. You would have to figure stuff out based on the right. clues around you and like how well would you interpret that, you know? Right. And it's not like they can go anywhere. They're kind of trapped. So they kind of have to just figure out their situation where they and are. And work together and like mm-hmm. their latent personalities are coming forward, but with the wrong information. So it's right. like <laughs> it's amazing. This is it's such a rock a good and a hard episode. place. Yeah. You know? Um so yeah, he sees the the ticket to England in his pocket and then she brings a book over and she's going on about how like her intuition is telling her that like she's the magician and this is the right book and Giles is probably not very magic-y. He's probably just like the bookkeeper guy, <laughs> which in reality, <laughs> we know that Giles is like the badass magician. <laughs> yeah, he can do some shit. Yeah. But yeah. he's also a bookkeeper guy. Yeah. He is. He's a little bit of both. Um. So she basically bullies him into being like, no, no, this is the right book. It's telling me. So I'm going to do this spell. And she opens up to a page and she chants this spell. And immediately a bunny pops into existence, which terrifies her because Anya is terrified of bunnies. (laughs) I am still like fascinated. I can't remember. I want to. Do they ever tell us why she's terrified of bunnies? Like, do they ever give her like a root storyline in like when we see her past or whatever? I don't. I can't remember. I don't know. I remember I the first time she mentions it is the Halloween episode where she dresses up like a bunny. And she's like, bunnies, frighten bunnies me. terrify yeah. me. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know if we ever get, we must, because it comes up so much. I don't know. We should. Hmm. We need that story. Or there's probably like some little hidden Easter egg that's like not super obvious somewhere. Gotta probably. Go if you know, everything. audience, please let us know. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so now we're back to Spike and Buffy, and Spike is chasing after her, and she tackles them on like the lawn of a house, and she ends up straddling him. There's always there's a lot of straddling in Buffy. Stra- there is a lot of straddling. <laughs> she straddles a lot of guys. Yeah, she, <laughs> she does. really does. She this loves little, that straddling. <laughs> this little woman always mm-hmm. straddling these big guys. Like yeah, but she tells him he's a vampire, and he doesn't believe her. And she's like, the bumpies and the teeth. And so he kind of starts to feel his face. And he's like, oh, shit. And she's like, she says she kills his kind. And he says, well, he bites hers. But then he's like, but why don't I want to bite you? And then he figures out that he's a he's a good vampire looking for redemption. And he's going on about like, oh, I must be a vampire with a soul. And Buffy's like, a vampire with a soul? Oh, my God. How lame is that? <laughs> it's like, Ba-doom. oh, Buff. back at the magic box and Anya is now surrounded by bunnies but she keeps trying spells because she will not give up 
and they just Is she keep... just using the same spell over and over thinking that she's just not doing it right? I don't know. Or this is just like the book of bunny spells. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> or any spell that she will ever do will always right. be. Maybe that's why she's scared of bunnies. Because when Ooh. she lost control of magic, she just got surrounded by bunnies and it scared the crap out of her. Could be. Could be. She couldn't stop them. There's bunnies everywhere. Which sounds like heaven to me. I'd be like, bunnies. <laughs> they would feel so, so nice. Mm-hmm. Except if they were like carnivorous you know you don't want that but <laughs> like the ones from monty python <laughs> yeah exactly um <clears throat> and then we go back to spike and he's still like going on and on about how he's a hero and they're fighting the good fight together and blah 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 and another gang of vampires approach and then we're there's a lot of like cut two scenes in this episode we're back in the sewers and the four are still running and trying to hide from the vampire. And Willow and Tara, like, they climb up into this little pipe and they're, like, really close together. And you can just see, like, the sparks are flying. They're, like, all next to each other and looking and at each other And there's a long eyes. moment between them. Yeah. Like, I thought, okay, cut away now. Cut away. No. They're just, like, keep so, kind of glancing so, like, back over each other and mm-hmm. looking at each other's eyes. and But they're, like, like, face to face and just, like, looking down and looking at each other and... <laughs> I was like, it's are really, you about to get it on in front of all these people? It's kind of intimate. I'm kind of sweet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Back at the magic shop, Anya and Giles are in a full-blown argument, and she's standing up on one of the tables, and she's hugging the spell book to her. Bunnies are everywhere, but now there is, like, a green thunderstorm above their heads. <laughs> like some kind of alternate dimension is above <laughs> right. her or something, and it's raining bunnies. Yeah, it was just like lightning and it's just ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> but she's not giving up that spell book. And now we, we cut back to Spike and Buffy and they're they're fighting the vamps and back to Giles and now he's sword fighting a skeleton. <laughs> like where the hell? What happened? It was like Jason and the Argonauts type of skeleton. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like where you had to fight him with the just, I don't know if you remember that. I don't. It reminded me of um, uh, Army of Darkness, kind of, a little bit. (laughs) Oh, that too. Yeah, that too. They did that in that as well. Um, It's just so weird and random. And cut back to the the four that are still hiding out in the sewer. And Willow and Dawn kind of have a moment. Willow asks Dawn how she is. And she says she's okay. She says she's scared, but it feels familiar. And Willow agrees. And Dawn asks Willow how she is, and she re- she replies, a little confused. I mean, I'm all sweaty and trapped. No memory. Hiding in a pipe from a vampire. And I think I'm kind of gay. <laughs> to which Dawn just kind of looks at her and just kind of like slightly nods. Okay. okay. You know, whatever. <laughs> and you know what, though? This is the second time that I remember Willow saying that. Mm-hmm. Because... In um, season three, when she met when Doppelgang Land, when they brought Vampire Willow over by accident, mm-hmm. and she meets her, and she was like, "I think I'm kind of gay," and she <laughs> says that about Vampire Willow. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Oh, that's kind of funny how they did that throwback." Mm-hmm. Um, now we're back in the magic shop, and Giles and Anya are kind of hiding behind the counter, and I don't know. If it's like a dragon or something that is loose in the magic, you just kind of hear like roars and they're cowering from something and they are like full blown arguing and she ends up hitting him in the head with the book 
And he says, no wonder I'm leaving you. One way ticket to England and I'm away from you. And then she takes off her ring and she throws it at him and it like bounces out to where like the monster can get it. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> oh my God. It's so silly. It's so, so silly. <laughs> this episode thinking, was like a sitcom. Yeah. You it know? was. It was kind of like one of those just throwaway episodes, like doesn't kind of carries the story along, but not really, but just. Yeah, they actually literally could put like a laugh track to it and it would sound like a sitcom. It would play out like one. Totally. We're back in the sewer and then the vampire finds them and him and Xander start fighting. And then Giles finally takes the book from Anya. He finds the right spell, chants it, and all the bad things in the magic shop go away. And then they make up and they start to share a passionate kiss. He like dips her down and they're like, oh, it's just it's weird, so to weird to see the two see. of them. <laughs> so weird. It, it really you're like weird. so uncomfortable watching it. You're like, oh my yeah. God. <laughs> it's bizarre. What would have happened had like all of a sudden when they, we'll, we'll get to it in a second. Yeah, yeah. So now all four of the sewer crew are fighting the vampire. And while this is happening, the crystal falls out of Willow's pocket and she's thrown down to the ground, kind of on top of Tara. Xander ends up dusting the vampire and then he steps on the crystal, crushing it. And that's when everyone's memory starts to return. Tara like sees Willow on top of her and immediately pushes her off. Anya and Giles come to in the middle of their passionate kiss and you see their eyes kind of widen like, oh, shit. What would have happened had they been like, hey. Right. That would have been an interesting storyline. Yeah. They're like, I mean, I'm kind of into this. <laughs> hey, how you doing? Randy Giles. <laughs> Hi, I'm Randy Giles. Um, Buffy is about to say, don't mess with Joan <laughs> when her memory comes back. And she kind of pauses and then gets kicked in the face by a vampire. And it goes to commercial. And we come back. Buffy is still getting her ass kicked by the vampire. Like, he's kicking her while she's on the ground. Like, she's getting her butt kicked. Um, Tara, I think, is starting to realize what has happened. And she's just, like, she's standing up and she's just looking down at Willow, disgusted. Don and Xander are standing there kind of staring at both of them. And I, it's kind of hard to tell, like, if they realized what happened or if they're just kind of, like, in a daze because of everything that went on. I think they realized Willow Willow had something to do with it because of the way Tara's looking at her. Yeah. I think you're right. Um, And as they start to leave, like Willow's standing up and there's just like, there's so much like being said without being said between the looks between Tara and Willow. Like it's intense. It's intense. Yeah. (laughs) Like it's really intense. And you know, Tara's like, she's starting to tear up and cry and it like turns away and just won't even look at Willow. And Willow kind of just starts to slowly walk away after Xander and, and Dawn and Tara just turns around and follows. And then back in the shop, Giles and Anya are both cleaning frantically, like completely avoiding looking at each other or talking about <laughs> any of it. They're like clearly uncomfortable. <laughs> and... um. Buffy is laying on the ground in pain as Spike dusts the last two vampires. And then the shark guy walks up and he's like, you're an odd duck, Mr. Spike. Fighting your own kind, palling around with the slayer. And whoa, that suit. Chutzpah must be your middle name. 
Uh, hey, look, um, about your little debt problem. It's okay. I don't need the kittens. <laughs> Spike is like, <laughs> I will replace you. I'm no welter. I know the fucking kittens. <laughs> they bring up every time they bring up the fucking kittens. It's so absurd. It's, it and they is. talk like it is so normal. I know. <laughs> I don't need the kittens. I don't need oh, the God. kittens. It's okay. And Spike's like, I'm no welcher. I'll repay you. And then he goes to help Buffy up and he like offers his hand to help her up, but she refuses it. And she like gets away, gets up, and she's just kind of like looking at him angrily and just stalks away. Oh, and then we get a classic Buffy musical montage. Oh, so we've got Michelle Branch. Michelle Branch. I love this song so much. Um, I used at the to Bronze. listen to this song all the time and cry. <laughs> well, when like I had a few breakups, and I was like, yeah. "Goodbye to you." Yeah. It was so like emo and so, mm-hmm. you know. Man. So, yeah, I'll keep this very brief. When I think I told you when we first started this series that my ex husband, who was my friend, quote unquote, at the time, we would have watch party when this was on, like live. Mm. And when this episode came on, like we were f- friends, but like in kind of a weird spot. And so I was bawling at the end of this episode in this song. I was just like, oh. So yeah, still kind of brings up those emotions. This song, oh, oh, but yeah. So we're at we're at the bronze. Michelle Branch is on stage and she's singing "Goodbye to You." And while she's singing, we get like different flashes of images. So first we have Buffy sitting at the counter at the bronze, and she's just like in a daze, staring blankly ahead. Obviously, has a lot on her mind. Tara's back at the house and she's packing up her stuff while Willow is sitting on the bathroom floor crying. Giles, Giles, Giles is on the plane to England. And then we go back to Buffy at the counter and Spike walks up to her and he's got this like very sweet, concerned look on his face. Like you can tell, like even though he's a fucking vampire, like he cares about her. And like she won't even look at him and so he turns and walks off and we go back to tara walking out the front door with her box of stuff while dawn is like leaning up against one of the pillars and tara goes to give her a hug but dawn runs off like a whiny little bitch and <laughs> <laughs> you're leaving us. oh i hate you and then <laughs> and then we go back to the last shot back at the bronze and we're kind of following people walking around the staircase we come around a corner where Buffy and Spike are hardcore making out. And that's the end. Ba-ding. Oh my God, I love this episode so much. It's so good. It is. It's really good. It's, it's like I said, it's just very, it feels like its own little play mm-hmm. in the middle of the season. You know, you get the storyline that's kind of serious, the underlying storyline. Yeah. Buffy's going through the major depression from being pulled out of heaven. Yeah. And then you got Willow, who is now becoming more and more obsessed with magic and mm-hmm. addicted to it. And her virgin breakup with Tara. Yeah. Um, Giles is like, I'm going to leave. I need yeah. to go. And Buffy needs to grow up so that I got to leave, do the tough love thing. Yeah. And it's it's a lot of hearts. And then you got kittens. Got <laughs> you got fucking- Spike. Dodging the yeah. loan shark. He wants his <laughs> yeah. kittens. The cheesy ass loan shark 
wanting oh his God. fucking kittens. <laughs> like, why? But also why? just go to the animal shelter and get some fucking kittens, dude. <laughs> kittens are a dime a dozen. They need to be Siamese, apparently, though. But. Yeah, I mean, those are a little bit more rare. But yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it does like a really great job of intertwining just fucking insane comedy with really like deep issues. So it's I loved cool. it when it at its core when Buffy was doing funny along with like the supernatural and action. It was always the best when it leaned heavy mm-hmm. into one or the other. It was a little too much, but yeah. when it evened out and made it like absurd, you're like, Oh my God, this is what I watched the show for, you know? Right. And, yeah. uh, I think that it, I mean, I'm not saying that it didn't have great episodes. Like we we watched Hush. That was main. That was not a comedic. It had a bunch of comedic right. moments in it, though. Yeah. You know, um, and it was all circumstances that made them comedic because of like what was going on. They didn't have their voices, so they do hand movements, and the hand movements yeah. looked like they were jerking off, you know, or <laughs> yeah. stuff like that, you know, or yeah. you know they lose their memory in this one and, um. The encounter. We picked some good ones because they were all like situations that changed mm-hmm. everybody in a way. Did you ever notice that? That was yeah. I didn't realize that. Like, and there the was wish. like similarities in between them and like little themes that kind of tied the episodes together that we did. <laughs> so yeah, it's weird how that happened. That's, mm-hmm. that's kind of neat. I wonder if we'll do that accidentally next time. I don't know. <laughs> hmm. What do you think, audience members? What do you think, rewatchers? Did you like our, our picks for Buffy Month? I uh, hope you did. And if you want us to do it again, let us know. We want to hear back from you. So reach out say to Kay. Yes. <laughs> yes. Say yes. <laughs> Kay wants to do more, apparently. Um, you can reach out to her at FMWLPod on any social. Make sure you listen to her show, Fuck My Work Life. The Rewatch Recap was brought to you by me, Dustin Holden. You can find the show on Instagram at The Rewatch Recap. Or you can find me on TikTok at Dustin underscore Holden. Find me there for my weird-ass sense of humor, amongst other silly things related to my other show, Dustin Can Read and Watch. Speaking of which, my email is the same as the other show. You can reach me at DustinCanReadPod at gmail.com. So take that information and reach out to us. Let us know. We want to hear from you. We like the feedback. We want to interact. We love you. We love you so much. You are rewatches, and you're growing up right before our very ears, I guess. Because <laughs> <laughs> we can't. You're cutest yeah. little rewatches. <laughs> you are little rewatches. Okay, enough of that silliness. Until next time, everybody, have a good one and keep slaying. Yes, bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>